There, new recording. Well, and it's bright red. You know, if last time didn't happen, I might be offended by the fact that you just looked over to make sure that the red light was on. <laughs> I knew normally don't even look. <laughs> but you got to be sure. That's that's not a new thing. Cut isn't a it? hole in the little uh, sound booth thing I have here, just so I can see right through it. <laughs> see, make sure there's a red light. We'll get some fiber optics to go up. And... Uh, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Actually. Oh, there's MIDI control now, so I'll I'll just tie it off to one of the MIDI oh, channels, yeah. so I can hit the button to tell you that I'm recording. That'd be cool if we had an on-air light outside the store. <laughs> could totally make that function. I mean, actually, sweet. we could now. Uh, I've yeah. seen them. Yeah. Happy, well, hopefully you got some fun stuff for Christmas. I, did, I almost said, like, happy Christmas, but it's, it's kind of Christmas is over. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, time to get even more drunk, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny for me, uh, the time with the family is when I get drunk and then I sober up for the new year. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, we've talked about this because, um, for me, my partner's grown up with this tradition that I've never had before. But it's very truly tr German tradition, mm, and I think that. you've never heard of it either with yeah, the pork and sauerkraut. I've never done that, yeah. Um, because you eat that on the January, you eat that on January first because it's good luck. Hmm. Um, I eat it on January first, second, third, fourth, fifth because <laughs> it tastes good. they don't really like it, <laughs> and I love it because I love pork and sauerkraut. Yeah. So like, I look forward to I look forward to the new year because I get this dish. Does she make it with like apples and stuff? Yeah. yeah. So. I, I would say I think that's she has some recipe, and I think maybe it's because other people maybe it's because I I do enjoy it or, or something. But she would um, when we first met, and I learned about this uh, this uh, tradition, this tradition. There was a lot of brown sugar that went into that. Uh, yeah, well, that's trying to mask the flavor because you don't like sauerkraut. Like <laughs> it's but usually then, pretty obvious. To tell. But then somebody told her about this use apples, apples. Yeah. so then the one year she started using apples hmm. and i i'll i'll tell you that really does for some types of um sauerkraut if it's particular it mel it i don't think you lose much of the flavor it's still mm -hmm. kind of tart but that citric citric acid really mellows it and you can pound it pretty freaking hard. I gotta like talk to my grandma about that. When we've talked about that, because yeah. you know where your family's at. Yeah. I yeah. have books upon books that my grandparents have put together on it, but mm -hmm. I've never bothered to actually go through and read oh, them. Gosh, yeah. So I know some of the stories of my family's history, but mm -hmm. I don't know all of them. And so I don't actually know. Um, I think we tried looking it up because there actually is still a, a winery, winery out there. Yeah. That is on a river that my family with, uh, with that like two L's or something. Yeah, like yeah. Two L's. It is very odd hmm. that um, the brothers that came to Ohio just got lazy and said screw it and dropped an L. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the double L's are family. Hmm. You know, it's just I think it's yeah branched off a little. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. So I'm not sure if that's. You know, is it is it a lost tradition over the years, or is it just one of those things? Because, you know, I don't I have no idea. And, and like I told you, I don't care whether it's good luck yeah. or not. I love it. I love I'll, it. I'll yeah. <laughs> and so I think that's what made her excited is because she used to buy these little tiny ones, and she'd still throw it all away. It was all just man. So then, like the first couple of years we spent together on the you know on the first eating this, she like I think felt happy because it's like. 
oh, I don't have to throw this away. Like, here's this guy who's like, this is awesome. I'll eat all of this. <laughs> and it's a crockpot dish, you know? And yeah, so, yeah. and so I, 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 I appreciate it immensely, but I think for her, she's like, he likes it that much. And all I got to do is just cut some stuff up, throw it in a crock pot and you let it cook all day. That's the beauty of crock pots, man. So to her, it's like, it's not really a big deal to make. He loves it so much and I don't have to throw it out because that stuff is gross. (laughs) Can be not all times. Her palate's changed. She joins me a lot with it now. I don't even know if she used, she still puts a pinch of brown sugar in there, but I don't even know at this point. I think it's just habit. Hmm. I don't even know that it does anything to the flavor. Man, apples are great, though. Apple, That's a beautiful and, idea. And when you slow cook it like that, they disappear. Yeah, they break down. They break down mm-hmm. so much. But the citric and sweetness are both there. So so good. So good. Beautiful. I don't even know how we got on that. I think we were just talking <laughs> about how we're getting ready for the New Year's. Well, I know. Look, you don't have to tell because... Maybe you know you you're not quite done with all of your your Christmas celebrations. That's true. I do. But have I'll that. say I got a pretty sweet gift this year. Did you give it to yourself? No, I did. I <laughs> hey, um, I bought a lot of gifts for myself this year though. I uh, did not do Christmas well this year. I bought I bought some stuff because of Black Friday. But yeah, no, I got yeah. I got this um this Lego set, mm. and it's um. It's a Nintendo system. <laughs> and like with, with the Nintendo, it's got like a wire with a controller mm-hmm. and like the Nintendo and it has you build a little cartridge for it that goes inside of it. So an NES model. And then, oh yeah, old school. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to blow your mind. It's also got a TV, uh-huh. like a fake, like old 80s style television with like a roller that has like the Mario Brothers and you ro- so you can and play. the Mario looks like he's jumping on the screen. Oh, it's man. got like a little crank that just moves it around, oh, okay. and the arm goes up and down. It's not exactly like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so interactive. But listen, it's all made out of Legos. It's still cool, it's Legos. But how big is it? Is it like it can't be a big old like? I'll let you know TV. when it's. I'll let <laughs> you know when it's done. It's like twenty thousand pieces. It's not that bad, but oh. it's like it's it's a good it's a pretty good set. It's going to take me some time. Yeah, you're gonna have to build all the internals to that CRT. It's gonna be pretty interesting. <laughs> don't, don't get me Big excited. <laughs> I'm all warm. I don't even know how to transition from this one. Oh, I guess, man. I guess I could be pretty excited about that. That's something to look forward to, and that's really what we wanted to do is just celebrate with everybody. It's it's our last episode of the year. Yeah, 2020 is a big year. 2021 was a big year, man. See that that even explained my <laughs> thought of 2021. Felt like 2022. Yeah, it was just continue it. <laughs> Dying. 2022 is This is what happens when you two. let your staff have whiskey eggnog. Oh, man. I wish I should do that. That's a great idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> Screw Beer Friday. <laughs> whiskey Wednesday. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think uh, I, that was really what we wanted to do is normally we would take this time off, but we thought today, why don't we talk a little bit about where this year went, what we're excited for. Yeah, we usually focus on kind of what's been going on in the world. but Very much yeah. the, the past two weeks, and we tend to focus a lot on the security news and, and, and what have you, but what if we got a little bit more, I don't know, <laughs> je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, that's French for I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> it's got a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I don't know what. My favorite. What is that in German? My, fav- my favorite driver. <laughs> my favorite driver. Uh, won F1. That's pretty exciting. Uh-huh. Uh, controversial is all get out, uh, which is the way you do it. Um, that is, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. So we'll see. <laughs> is it Lewis Hamilton? <laughs> no, he's he's the one who lost. Yeah. Not happy about yeah. it. Uh, well, he always wins. That's the thing, though. So Not this year. Not this year. Sucker! <laughs> First in however many. Uh, this would have been his eighth. Jesus. Um, and it would have been his fourth in a row. Is him and his team have been incredibly dominant. He's still uh, Mercedes. He is still Mercedes. Yeah. Hmm. So that was one of those COVID things I got because they figured out a way to keep the team safe, so they were able to have a season. So I got really heavy into F one last year. Yeah, wasn't there no crowds though? That's so weird. No crowds, but they were out. So yeah. like, ooh. So I got really hardcore into it Man. because I'm a technology nerd. So um, I'd, I'd still rather watch F1 from a TV though. Because agreed. Seen, I don't think I want to be there. Yeah. I had some friends that got to go this year. It was phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, they said it was in the great. US, like the US yeah, one. Yeah. Yep, down in Austin. Wow, it's gonna be another one down in Miami. Really? Yeah. Holy crap! Just announced for 22. So. <laughs> You know that that was that was exciting, and you know the whole reason I got into it, I'm a big fan of Honda and stuff, and so I was obviously cheering for Red Bull Racing, and I, I get it. The driver that I kind of backed, it looked like he was really like, oh, the Honda guy is competitive. I know who my guy is, and of course, sometimes you you the strangest thing that's happened since I started watching that, I was like, oh, you know, go Max, and he's the one who won the championship yeah, yeah, yeah. this year. But something kind of changed over the years, and uh, I love all of those drivers. They're all just, you have a, versus a lot of other sports, they are such superstars that you know way too much about them. But at the same token, like, they are so personable because of it. Yeah. And so this driver lineup is awesome. There's, There's just, if you were to ask me, there's just, you know, like there's one guy who's just always got a smile on his face. He'll Did tell you, a joke. You're describing a reality show. <laughs> well, so that's what I told. That's what I was telling, you know, my partner. I'm like, the issue is, is this is like WWE for me because like <laughs> it's easy to get wrapped up. And then, of course, Netflix, it's got a big, huge following in the U.S. now because mm-hmm. Netflix has their Drive to Survive series on there. So admittedly. This year has been a little stressful because the drama has been amped up. And because I think of Drive to Survive, they've been really hammering that let's go for ratings because it did crush ratings. But uh, that was a little hard because I I love me some just straight up racing. And there's some, you know, questionable things. And those are supposed to be about the car and the technology behind Mm -hmm. the car. Whereas, like, if you watch something like IndyCar, that's what's called a spec car. Everybody has the same car. Yeah. You, you're set up differently, and you might have a different engine, but they're largely the same. They also are built a little bit harder, so those guys can hit each other a little bit. Yeah, these so Indy, F1 are brittle and oh, super to the millimeter. It's like pure uh, magnesium on all, on all these a lot of that, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so there's a thing that runs down the bottom that kind of creates rigidity that's all mm. made. It's uh, this this plank that runs down the center of the it's all titanium oh like a core 
And so you'll watch, and what's really incredible is you'll watch as they as they go faster and faster. They have so much downforce, you'll see sparks yeah. because it will literally compress the suspension. Yeah. Well, that's how you survive an F1 is to go faster. Yes. <laughs> the downforce will keep you <clears throat> stable. Yeah, it's something like uh, when they make a turn, it's something like 6Gs. Jesus. Man. Yeah, it's a, it's some really cool stuff. There were there were some uh and and their you know, their top end is not as fast as it's like say an Indy car. Mhm. Well, they don't but, need that. It's all handling. Yeah. Yeah. They're so wide, so long. They're all about braking late, get in their hybrid system. So it is violent changes mm -hmm. in acceleration, left, right, man. forward, backwards. Um, they had an IndyCar driver test last week, and uh, he had to stop because his neck was so sore. Oh. He's like, he's like the sustained speeds of the IndyCar. That's one. He's like, but you're touching those brakes, and you're basically yeah. you break is like you get into a car accident basically, get whiplash. Yeah, every that's exactly. Yeah. You look at the or the evolution of it, and you'll watch the F1 drivers. You know, they go from being like normal. Their necks are now about the size of their head. Yeah, muscle. they they do so much muscle training on them. That's so. crazy. Um, but I guess I got to lead right in and ask the question. That's among the things I'm excited about. What were you excited about? Is the ten year party? <laughs> that was probably. Oh my gosh, that was, that was this year. Easily the most memorable moment of this year for us, <laughs> or for me at least, in this you know professional sense. So 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 here's here's how crazy this year was. That didn't even occur to me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's been busy as heck, but like, well, I guess that was six months ago, so makes sense why. Yeah, I just, I, I, I actually am embarrassed that that's not, that didn't even get into my list for consideration. Oh, man. Well, what's your list then? <laughs> what would be your two if you, uh, if you consider the, that one? Well, to me, the most memorable thing was the Kaseya breach. Oh, okay. Because let's be real, that that it hits incredibly close to home. Yeah, that was pretty nerve wracking. Because, you know, one it hits close to home, and two, how do you thwart such an attack where it's like, I, I think, you know, it's it's hard to do everything hundred percent right all the time, right? And I don't think anybody wants that, but that burden is what what you sit on. And so it's about that time that. Uh, that the Kaseya breach had, it was our tenure. Yeah. It was like three weeks before Pretty it. close, yeah. And so um, I just remember thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, you always have a, a contingency plan to get one customer up and running. And even to an extent, I had a plan if we got hacked, like what would we do? But never if our business tools were compromised in such a way like that RMM tool. Yeah. And all of our customers were hacked and or ransomed. I shouldn't say hacked, but yeah. ransom. And that that put a bit of the fear of God in me. It's <laughs> yeah. like what what do you do? You know. So it's it's, you know, we're still making those moves forward in it, but that was that to me was the big takeaway it was like man, we we are all needing to be on this. But the tenure was fun, and and I'm glad you remembered it because I think I might have gone more of a sad route for this year, but that was really an amazing time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess the year started out with, you know, COVID still being pretty crazy 
And everyone being like, yeah, I guess. And still. it's finalizing with COVID being pretty crazy. Yeah. But, Different ways almost now. But the but it, it's uh, almost like it was meant to be because a lot of restrictions were in the in the month or two ahead of that were, were they relaxed. Yeah. And we were able to get together because I think you and I talked. We were like, what does it look like? We. How do you we, have an event at this time? Yeah. Are we having a virtual event? Is that really any cool? Or mm-hmm. what do we do differently? And and we just didn't know what to do. And then, gosh, what is about in end of May, early June, we started getting word that a lot of the restrictions were going to come back and or, or we're going to re- reduce. And, and then it looked, you know, we all felt safe and comfortable that we could do it. And ended up being awesome. Yeah. Pretty good turnout and everything. And food and stuff was great yeah it was a good time i was eating uh fruit tree for months yeah and by months i mean like five days boy i love fruit (laughs) i was gonna say you can't really like have fruit for months (laughs) you can you didn't notice how i was like constantly sick oh yeah just kept enjoying the fruit sort of (laughs) i had those sandwiches for a little bit but i don't know those were they're all right i guess they didn't last you know that yeah. that's the way to describe them. They were really good. They didn't last though. And then they they didn't they didn't last. The, yeah. And that's the I think that's the issue with when you make any pre made sandwich, the bread dries out. That place was great though. Really enjoyed that catering place. I forget what it was. Uh, that would be Michaels. Michaels. Yeah, they've been around for hmm. decades. Yeah, they're sweet. I like that. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I do think we should do more with Shadell's, honestly. Uh, that they were fantastic to us as well. That was such a great event. I, I would love to do some type of you know training with our primary contacts and get them all together and just really have something. I think the hard part that we have is is that man pre COVID time was a constraint and somehow post COVID everything's worse it's mm-hmm. all more constrained and that makes me sad um because to be able to get together and just have that sort of open forum that would be really cool yeah yeah and that, that'd be a great space for it so nice people they 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 took such good care of us that was uh that was really that was really nice and it's beautiful the grounds were but like what are you looking forward to <laughs> um and why is it Harmony Cloud? <laughs> so actually, Harmony Cloud. You said what's my top two? Harmony Cloud was my my uh, my reflection as to not depressing. Yeah. Um, because Harmony Cloud was it, it is um, one of those platforms that just is the realization of a dream I have that predates Lighthouse. Hmm. That that infrastructure, that system. Um, I I remember saying, hey, I think this could really be a thing, but there was never a good way to do it. And then in the early days of Lighthouse, I looked at how can we do this? It's not the technology didn't exist. It's that that as a use case was not common. And so what we were trying to do was incredibly cost prohibitive. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now um, the cost is very balanced in that we can do it. We can do it reliably and safely. And, and the performance is good. And the performance yeah. is all there There's and it scales. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything scales properly. And, and so, you know, I might be a little late to the party 
because I know some of their competitors have have done something similar, but they they also didn't meet the cost criteria that we were trying to go for. Mm-hmm. But I just love, I mean, how many times in the last month has like Amazon Web Services been going down? And it's hard, to, it's hard to. Yeah, I got to thinking about that as I was getting around. I'm like, here's AWS that's gone down twice in a, in what a week's time. Yeah. Some there's something to say about simplicity, you know. Harmony Cloud is managed by us, so a lot of the backend stuff is is controlled through our processes. Our customers can't create their own virtual networks or anything like that. We do all of that setup and we manage that, but that that increases reliability. You know, we're a service company designed to deliver services to small businesses, um, not so much to you know. It's to help those companies not have to manage those items, and so. Whereas an AWS or an Azure in those respects would be more beneficial for us or those complicated yeah. environments. Mm-hmm. What you're seeing is those if you have to manage those, you know, and they're still they're still susceptible to downtime as well. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of companies look stupid. Um, it, it's that's just a quote right there. <laughs> you look down dumb because you were down, but. It's because you placed your faith in a company that said, hey, this is why you moved to the cloud. Yeah, It's supposed to be one of the arguments for being cloud-based is that... You're 99% up. Yeah, yeah. the public clouds are supposed to be intensely up. Mm-hmm. You were down. And Twice the worst part is you were down without any understanding or control over why you were down. Probably no answers, nothing. Yeah, Hard to contact anybody. Yep. Man. That was a big one, right? It wasn't that a couple hours. Um, Last week, the big one, the very big one. There were two. Um, there were two. So I don't know. Um, in terms of the forward-looking stuff, though, I, I I'm pretty excited um, because we're we're migrating a lot of our backend processes to a new system. That's nerve-wracking, but I think we had a very reliable and good system. Yeah, that we had in place. Um, the, the issue that that I that I had was is that um, it was too easy to ignore or do it wrong mm-hmm. if you didn't follow. And uh, it's funny. I was talking to somebody about it, and I said, I grew up in a time, admittedly, not that um, they always were, but my introduction to computers and computer systems is complexity systems were complex and procedural and you had to do them a certain way um as the user experience process gets better and better Mm -hmm. and better um i don't want to say we get to be lazier but the systems themselves are are way more forgiving yeah um they can be they can they absolutely can be so the system that we use at the heart of everything we do those types of systems are called psas um the system that we were using is currently the second largest um software platform for that type of thing for our industry and it does absolutely everything however it's based on a code base of they were started in like 2000 year 2000. Mm. So you have a 21 year code base. What happens on those software programs that reach that level of maturity? Well, one, that system for everything we want to complain about was fairly bulletproof. 
mm-hmm. and was always able to do what we needed to do. It may have been as complicated as possible to do, but it did it. But the second thing is it is unforgiving because everything is a click. Everything is an update. There is, yeah. there's automation, but there's just not automation. Mm-hmm. Like it's there, but it's so trivial that if you don't do something right, then that workflow doesn't fire and then yeah. the benefits aren't there. And so how do you keep your staff accountable? How do you keep things, you know, you can't, we, we are a small shop, so you can't afford to micromanage everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were having to do. Um, so by us moving to this new system, there's some trade-offs, right? Um, it's not nearly as robust and mature from that standpoint, but it is thoroughly modern and their focus was very much on workflows. Mm. Something that we really care a lot about. Yeah. <laughs> and so and making our own. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited about that cutover because I think apart from that first week as we're all learning together, I think it's going to be, gosh, I hope it's going to be <laughs> kind of easy to pick up almost. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Because I grew up in a world where there was pop three. There wasn't webmail. Mm. You you had to have a web client or a mail client to get your email. And those programs were always programs and they were always complicated. And I mean, is there a, is there a time you didn't have Gmail in your life that you know of? No. Yeah. And my first was like a Yahoo probably, but yeah, like, so, so like Gmail kind of spoiled us. Um, because it really did from an email step perspective, there's keyboard shortcuts. There's, it was very easy to be productive with it. And so that's what this, that's what this is. This is a modern evolution. This is a modern take and, the company that developed it, it was what they call an ITSM first. So it's a service management software first. It was really focusing on delivering IT support first. <laughs> Our billing is not that complicated. It's pretty common. So the billing was kind of like added on so they could go after our companies. Mm-hmm. Is it as great as, as, as our old system? Nah, but it's pretty darn close and in, we ran our first invoice batch without much issue. And in fact, it was faster because, because it's simpler. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a 10 or 15 steps in our current system and in the new system, it's two. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's pretty great. Step forward. Less you have to do faster. We can get things done faster. We can respond to things. The, the more automation we can do, the more accountable to our clients we can be. Yeah, I'm just excited about some of the, the integrations as well, though. I mean, our phone system, when you call and you answer, it starts recording your time instantly in the system. and You can take notes just... and transfer the call off, and it's designed yeah. to be, it's designed to help the client get support first. As fast as possible, yeah. I think that's going to be cool. I, yeah. Even the whole fact when you're making a ticket, it recommends, hey, looks like this ticket might already exist or something like that. That thing's sweet. A little pop-up that comes up. The What do they call it? The problem finder? Or it says, hey, there's a knowledge base relating to yeah, this. Or, yeah. you know, um, and you can create rules in the system that says if a person submits a ticket and it matches a knowledge base article, it will populate the knowledge base articles. Yeah. It's really, really 
robust. I mean, setting up email on iPhone or something, you know, these these ones that are pretty common. Yeah, that's, so you could, you like, if your email says, you could have it recognized if the email is, you know, I got a new phone, you could have it pass back. It I want to set up my email, you know. Or it's, um, so it's really cool. The, but the little problem. The other thing I love is uh, we have a big problem with, because it's such a manual process to effectively start working on a ticket, I love that it's got like collision detection and stuff. If two techs are looking yeah. at the same ticket, it'll send you a warning that there are other people. That's in huge, it. yeah. And and yeah. Um, you can't yet, but it's super close. You can actually chat through the system. Oh yeah, that's what that is. A um, little thing on the roadmap. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you'll so um, today you can have a conversation with another tech through the ticket. But you'll be able to actually have the live chat through the system so that if you are going through it, you can talk through the ticket and then commit those <laughs> discussions to the ticket. And I, I mean, I get it, you know, 3CX for us offers some chat support that we don't use and we have Microsoft Teams and all of that is great. We, we use those programs to have our discussions and plan things out, but those don't make it to the ticket. Yeah. So to be able to like... Yeah. To be able to say, hey, I'm I'm doing this and be able to go, yeah, I do this, 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 and commit that to the ticket. Yeah, that's huge. Huge. That's pretty good. I'm pretty excited about that as well. That'll change, I think, a lot, but in a good way. I'm also excited because we, we've we've really, because of COVID, we have turned the corner in an area that I thought has taken way too long to get to. Um, but the concept of work from anywhere, which we, you know, we've talked, that's, that's the principle of what Harmony, Harmony Cloud is supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be a flexible work from anywhere environment, but, um, those work from anywhere processes were very limited in who could access them. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more buy-in and understanding of what, what it is. And it's so much cooler to see the technology that's coming up. Yeah. There's several things that from a cloud perspective, the cloud couldn't do um, that as a result of the need to transition from work to, to work from an office to work from anywhere has, has changed exponentially. You know, I, I, the most incredible thing I've seen change is like file sharing is needlessly difficult if you don't want to have a server. And as a result of the pandemic, a lot of companies have worked to solve that problem. And there's been solutions before all of that, sure. But there is actual effort to make those products good. And, and yeah. that's... A lot more than the drop boxes of the world, you know? Exactly. That's, yeah. that's what we had before. But like, what if you had traditional structure? What if you wanted to get rid of your server? What's your migration path? Mm -hmm. The drop boxes are pseudo decentralized, you know, a user has to hold it. So what do you do? You can't just have a server drive. Yeah. yeah. So th that, that's been, that's been really fascinating to watch. Yeah. The technological advancements based on COVID. I think that's kind of fun, <laughs> strangely, but work from home, man, that requires people to advance. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's, I mean, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot to be excited about i'm curious i mean do you let me let
let me ask you from a societal standpoint. I mean, we're we're sitting where the you know COVID nineteen and all of its variants. We know that's never going away. That that's that's an. What do you think we see? I think all of us were hoping the world would get back to normal this year, and it kind of sort of has, but it's it's really taken its toll. Um, a lot of people reserve movies are just now starting to kind of become a, mm-hmm. getting back into theaters, which is exciting, but it's been a bummer for so long. It's been a year and a half. Maybe Before longer. you could really see any films, yeah. yeah. So, um, now, that said, for whatever reason, there's like seven movies in the theaters right now that I want to see. Like, And no lie, I think it is like seven. Which is weird, because we had heard about that strike going on and stuff, but I don't know if that ever actually finalized or anything, so... It just no, seems... they 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 did get a they did get a contract approved. Okay, very late. So everything very late. Hunky dory. Yeah. That's why everything's all right. Nothing's been. Well, I mean, all early. of this stuff was already. Most of the stuff was planned to release. Like um, hmm. one of the movies I want to see is The King's Man, oh, yeah. which is uh, the prequel to the Kingsman series. Mm-hmm. Um, that was supposed to launch t- the beginning ish of 2019, Jeez. so that one was probably ready to go. Or not 2019, 2020. 20, yeah. Um, but that's when lockdowns happen. You know, we finally saw, because it's about the same time last year was supposed to be the new Bond film, and it finally launched or, or released this year, like, what, a month and a half ago. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to be able to see a movie. Um, <laughs> I, I'm excited to be able to see, and hopefully the movie theaters, I'm glad the movie theaters have survived. I was Totally scared about that. Yeah. Um, perplexed as could be, though, uh, and I get—I guess it's a matter of money, right? But what a great opportunity to breathe life into drive-ins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get it. Studios are all about money, but they couldn't throw them a bone. Yeah. Because how great would that have been Yeah. to they, see a resurgence? I love going to the drive-in. I do, too. It seems like they keep closing, though. So... <laughs> So one there's one the down in there's one down in Tiffin that is redoing them. So they're I guess they're adding a screen and they've completely redone it. Looks oh. really cool. Um, and then there is one not too far from us as yeah, well. That's kind of that one. Have you Sundance? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that one has two screens. It does. Yeah. It does. I think the one in Tiffin is three or going to be three. Oh really? Man, the one next to me when I grew up only had one. I don't know if they've updated, but they're still open. I know that. And and how great! I mean, it was, it was reasonably priced, sure. But I just, I love that idea. I, it, I, I have know. a station wagon, so. Rar. <laughs> that's probably a pretty great place to little to to pause because, I mean, that's I know for a fact that's, that's what we've kind of done. But I hope. You know, just taking a few minutes and, and reflecting, and what a crazy year! But I think it's—I don't want to say it's been a, a an amazing year. I'm not going to brag about it because it's been—it's been hard and it's been trying it's on been busy, all of us for sure. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I think you have to look at this year and go, "We all managed through what 2020 was, not knowing what was on the other side." Yeah. And I know that there's some goofiness to all of this, but. I mean, how incredible that here we are sitting. Somehow, it is almost another year gone. Twenty twenty two, and I I don't think you can do that without going. 
you know, we've made some really amazing steps. And, and I hope for everybody that listens to this and, um, you know, that we come across that we can say, you know, it's easy to focus on the difficult because I mean, heck, when I first sat down, that's what we started to talk about. You asked me, what was I, what was the most memorable thing for me? And I went, I went negative (laughs) Griffin. I I forgot my company's 10 year anniversary (laughs) this year. Yeah. That's how, that's how easy it is to fall victim to this, Mm -hmm. you know? So whether you were celebrating a 10 year or maybe you postponed a marriage, maybe you got engaged this year, whatever it is. I think there's a lot to be, you know, celebratory or happy or excited about. And I think if we just kind of keep going back, you know, let's, let's keep focusing on that humanity aspect of it. We'll get to a different type of normal, but my hope is, is that I don't want to say new normal for the sake of it being a negative thing, but what if this is something that woke us up? What if this is something that drives us to go a different direction? We've already seen that steamroll differently. You know, Mm, this, this could be the, the stir that shakes up the, the rest of the kettle. So how are you feeling over there? Yeah. I will, you know, hope everyone had a <laughs> good Christmas, but you know, stay safe on new year's cause yeah, it's going to yeah. be wild. Continue to enjoy your time with family. Absolutely. We're appreciative of every single person that has supported lighthouse and, um, supported me. And I know you, it, it's, it's a group of not just the professional, people in our lives that invest but the friends and family and stuff that we've made along the way so um, to that i just ask be safe this weekend and um you know as you get ready for the new year and you know i look forward to celebrating with everybody when we all get to do it in 2022 my gosh see you next year <laughs> see you next year suckers <laughs>